Good evening, everyone, and welcome back to the Off the Reins podcast. We are now on the fifth episodes of Off the Reins, and my name is Ryan Messer. And if you haven't gotten caught up yet, make sure you go check out the other four episodes. We've had Blake Muir from The Horseman. We've had Jermaine Funnyman Johnson, and we even had the CEO of Shotgun Sports, Scout Natick. So make sure you guys uh, go back and check all those. But also, make sure you guys are uh, following all our social handles. Uh, make sure those notifications are on because we're posting, if not every day, every other day. Because we're at camp right now, so we don't want you guys to miss anything. So, uh, it's only five weeks, less than five weeks away from the season uh, opener. So, make sure you guys hit that uh, follow button. And... Uh, Something else you guys need to make sure you're doing is checking out the GLD shop. Um, they're going to bring us our uh, Birmingham Sports Brief this week. And right now, you can get two chains and two pendants, real gold, uh, for less than $200. I mean, you can't beat it. So if you've got an anniversary, birthday, or maybe somebody forgot Valentine's Day, just hit the link in the description and get real jewelry at unreal prices. But uh, something else that's unreal is all the news we have in this week's Birmingham Sports Brief. We're going to start off in the NBA G League where we've seen a lot of roster moves over the past week. Uh, Thursday we had EJ Liddell who played uh, eight total games with the Pelicans this year. Uh, He was sent back down on Wednesday, sorry, uh, to the squadron. Thursday was another big day as the squadron waved guard Pavel Savkov, while adding Marko Matkovic, who played for the Pelican Summer League team in 2023. The Croatian 2022 second-round NBA draft pick uh, plays both center and forward. Also on Thursday, the Pelicans organization announced that They signed Malcolm Hill to a two-way contract and Jalen Crutcher to a 10-day contract and assigning him to the squadron. The squadron then went into the weekend strong, completing a two-game series sweep over the main Celtics by uh, Darren Sebron reverse layup in the uh, the final seconds to lift Birmingham 127-125 to on Thursday, and a double-double night for the newcomer Carlo Matvuk on Friday, completing a the series sweep with a 99-98 to victory. The squadron are now 3-0 all-time against the Boston G League affiliate. On Saturday, the New Orleans Pelicans announced that they had recalled both Jalen Crutcher and E.J. Liddell from the squadron, while moving 
both Deron Sabrin and Malcolm Hill to the Pelicans roster. All of which have been crucial pieces in the squadron's success, recent success. Sunday, the squad traveled up I-22 to South Haven, Mississippi, where we saw a massive performance from Landers Nolly. The squadron completed an amazing weekend with a 124-112 to win over the Memphis Hustle. These wins this weekend put the squadron at 10th in the Eastern Conference of the G- NBA G League. Now, moving into the Southern Professional Hockey League, your Birmingham Bulls officially punched their ticket into the postseason on Friday with their first win of a two-game series sweep over the Macon Mayhem. This team is looking strong as they're tuning their team and game to prepare for the chase of the prestigious President's Cup while still trying to finish the season out strong. On to the USL. It's kind of getting hard with the USFL, UFL, and, and, and the USL. But uh, the Birmingham Legion had a two more preseason games since we last aired. On the 17th, the Legion had a matchup with the Chattanooga Red Wolves in front of a season ticket on the crowd where the Legion was able to shut out Chattanooga 2 to nothing. Saturday, the team headed up I-65 for a match with the Huntsville City FC where the Legion won 2 to nothing. This team's really starting to look good as we grow closer to the regular season, first regular season matchup in a couple weeks. Uh, we're starting to go, on, go ahead and start getting our coverage of the Birmingham Barons and the Southern League of the MILB this week. To catch everyone up that hasn't been able to follow during the offseason, uh, we know that the historic Rickwood Field is undergoing reservations as we speak and upgrades to facilitate the tribute to the Negro Leagues uh, game on June 20th, where the San Francisco Giants will take on the St. Louis Cardinals. And the MLB is also planning to use this game as a tribute to former Birmingham Black Baron and Birmingham native legendary center fielder Willie Mays who also played, of course, uh, with the San Francisco Giants, who will be in this game. That week's also going to be huge in the city because two days prior will be the annual Rickwood Classic, where the Birmingham Barons will face the Montgomery Biscuits. Elsewhere in the MILB Southern League AA, the... Mississippi Braves announced last month that they will be relocating out of Pearl, Mississippi to Columbus, Georgia. The AA Southern League affiliate of the Atlanta Braves have been in the Pearl, Mississippi for 20 years this season. So we will be adding uh, Barron's news and other news from around the Southern League uh, to the Birmingham Sports Brief Weekly moving forward. So we got a new sports coverage alert. The AMA Supercross Championship Series, sponsored by Monster Energy, uh, 
is coming to the Magic City on March the 9th. And Shotgun Sports will be on the ground with coverage leading up all the way to Gate Drop at Protective Stadium. With that being said, the Riders were in Arlington this past weekend at AT&T Stadium. Starting with a scary crash by the points leader, Austin Fortner, on concrete in the early stages of the 250 class main event. Fortner was able to stand under his own power and uh, to get and before seeking medical attention. Hayden Deegan, son of legendary Brian Deegan, was able to finish off the win, celebrating by performing his father's signature Ghost Rider victory celebration in his first Supercross victory. In the 450 class, Cooper Webb was able to walk away with a victory after fastest qualifier Jet Lawrence had a late crash, giving up his lead, resulting in the Webb victory. Lawrence is leading the points currently, with Webb only three points behind and only 10 points separating the top four in the 450 series. We are super stoked to see what the riders do in Daytona before they come here uh, to Protective Stadium. And with that, we're going to conclude the Birmingham Sports Brief. But as we transition back into talking about the Birmingham Stallions, I want to make sure you guys head over to Royal Retros. They have all kinds of throwback gear from your favorite teams from here in Magic City. Like the old Birmingham Stallions swag, the uh, original Birmingham Bulls logo, and historic logos from the Birmingham Barons, including the Birmingham Black Barons gear. So make sure you guys hit the link in the description or put the code STAMPEDE in for 10% off your next order. Also, the Shotgun Sports Network has a major news announcement. We have a store. So make sure you guys uh, hit the link in the description. We're going to put that in there. Uh, we're going to have, we've already got uh, Shotgun Sports Network gear in there. Maybe we're about to put some Stallion Stampede and OTR gear in there as well. So make sure you guys hit that up and uh, check it out in the description. But a lot has transpired in the world of the UFL since we were last aired. On the 15th, the league released the official game balls of the league. And they are being produced out of Dallas, Texas at Big Game USA. The league also opened up uh, the redesigned website with the league store. The balls have a similar price point as the USF ball, L balls that you can see right behind me, uh, which are about $175. With the new UFL ball, it seems to be a lot better. Um, I've got one right here. Uh, you've got... Uh, it's a lot more better quality than the USFL predecessor with a more uniform pattern around the uh, laces here, uh, the stitch pattern. 
And the leather has a much better feel with a good grip to it. So, uh, but uh, the ball also seems slightly smaller than the uh, one previous. Um, aesthetically, uh, everybody's up in a debate on this one. Uh, you've got the UFL logo right here. And the USFL had a much larger logo, which was actually on both sides. But then you have the team logo, similar to what the USFL did last year. Then you flip it over to the next side, and you have a smaller UFL logo with the USFL conference separated with a branded border and XFL conference. Both of these are branded in there. And then you have a printed uh, United Football League uh, verbiage and then official game ball with the USA insignia right there. But overall, I think it's a much better um, ball than what we had last year. Um, I really think that the uh, grip of the ball will be a lot better, and we'll see how it does going into the season in training camp and all. So let's see if it'll help our Stallions uh, set ourselves up for a three-peat. Also, last Wednesday, the league released the <coughs> coaching staffs of the uh, league. And, of course, Birmingham was on there. We have a few people coming back, but uh, we have some new faces as well. Uh, of course, Skip Pulse, he doesn't need an introduction, but because he and Zach Potter have rebuilt and loaded this team twice now. And even the executive VP of operations, Daryl Johnston, mentioned that he could never co count Coach Holtz out and that the relationship between him and Zach has done nothing but grown over the years. So he, Coach is really one that knows how to get down to the player level and it's really good to see him still doing the QBs and all that. So being the quarterback coach, uh, he set this QB room up uh, strong going into camp. Uh, surprisingly, we actually have four extremely strong quarterbacks going into camp. Uh, personally, uh, coming out, I think we'll see Jamar starting in Arlington on the 30th and uh, Coach Holst doing what he does best by swapping him and uh, Matt Corral out uh, situationally. I also think we'll wind up keeping Jalen Morton as our emergency third because I'd like to see Adrian Martinez stay on, but I think uh, he'll try to test the waters in the CFL or somewhere else uh, if he doesn't make it out of camp. I could, could be completely wrong, but camp just started, and we'll have to see what happens as the season opener grows closer. John Chavez is back in uh, Birmingham uh, this season leading the defense and linebackers. 
He has done a great job with the defense. Uh, and it looks like we've got a lot of the same guys we had last year. With a few additions. I hope uh, I actually hope we see a lot more Scooby Wright this year than we did last year. I know we had some issues. I think it was with his back. Um, but when he was on his game 100%, he was the best we've ever seen him. So... Uh, but we also have Andre St. Amour, which was another amazing pick this offseason from the Breakers, uh, who I think will be amazing in this Chavis uh, system. Philip Montgomery is one of the newcomers to the staff. This one is a kind of controversial uh, pick, as he recently um, was removed from the Auburn system under uh, Coach Hugh Freeze as the offensive coordinator. But uh, before that, he was also in the AAC uh, for a while. So uh, he co he was the OC at Houston and the head coach at Tulsa, which could be kind of where Coach Holt's got a feeling of how he uh, runs his system. So hopefully it'll work out and uh, – Will uh, set us up good for this season. And Chris Benoil is back uh, with the team. Uh, I think this one is extremely underrated because he's one of the guys that uh, Coach Holtz has brought back with him, has brought with him from uh, La Tech. But his highlight reel has always been this past two seasons with Brandon Aubrey. Uh, who I love chatting with on the uh, sidelines, and him and uh, Colby Wadman. But uh, we do have Chris Blewett coming from the Maulers uh, to replace Brandon. And uh, Coach Holtz actually said that uh, you couldn't have a better replacement. So uh, Daryl Johnston actually also said that uh, he actually compared him to Tiger Woods when it comes to contrast and the power of hitting the ball uh, comparative to how others are, uh, other athletes. Uh, Corey Chamblin uh, is the secondary coach this season and another newcomer to the staff, but he is no stranger to Birmingham. He was actually born and raised here, and what I think is vital for having him coaching our secondary is that he was with the Brahmas, so he knows... A lot of the schemes and strategies there in the XFL side. So Coach Holtz actually mentioned about a month or so ago at the Stallion Social that um, he was excited to bring him and a couple of other guys uh, from the XFL system that uh, can he can use to help talk strategy. So Bill Johnson, the defensive line coach, is back after taking the same position with the XFL at the Roughnecks last season. He will be another one for Coach Holtz to have in his corner for to game plan against the XFL. And Mike Jones is our our receivers coaches back again. And he needs no introduction because he's done an amazing job with last two years with these guys. 
And he's got a packed roster going into camp uh, with a lot of guys coming back, like Marlon Williams, Deion Kane, Victor Bolden. And uh, we also have a couple new guys like Slade Bolden from Alabama and Chris Lacey coming in. The offensive line coach, David DeGuerrero, uh, is our is a, the last newcomer uh, to the team. He had a long stint in the uh, NFL, including being a part of uh, two Super Bowl winning teams in the Giants and the Patriots. He was also with Coach Holtz on his last season at La Tech as well. And Derek Riley is back for another season as the assistant secondary coach. Riley is notably uh, the safety coach from the UAB Blazers before joining Coach Holtz when they came to Birmingham the first season. <clears throat> but overall, I think this team, this coaching staff is really solid, and everybody brings something strong to the table and. I think that not only the rosters, but this, like I said, this coaching staff is going to be really strong in building this team while we're in camp and being able to filter out the best of the best because they're going into camp with like 75 and coming out with 50. So they've got to cut their... uh, roster by a third so it's kind of crazy that how everything's going on right now but i think that once uh camp uh winds up winding down we'll see a much stronger product on not only the us not only the stallion side not only the usfl side and not only the xfl side but the entire league as a whole, uh, I think, will be a lot stronger uh, with all these moves. Also, single-game tickets opened up to the public on Thursday. So make sure you go and get your tickets for uh, the away games. And make sure you give our guys a home-field advantage, even on the road. Because I I really think we might be able to do it in Memphis. Um, Because... If we just get the tickets and head up a couple hours up to up I-22 to Memphis, I think we can really bring a little bit of Birmingham to uh, Memphis to make sure that our guys have a strong fighting chance there at the Liberty Bowl. And lastly, players officially reported to Arlington on Saturday. The UFL did a lot of work on the coverage and getting involved on the social platforms, trying to get every 